I'm still standing better than I ever did. Looking like a true survivor. Feeling like a little kid. Katie's dancing is on point this week. Yeah, and if you can't hear that, I was clicking into the mic, you know. <laughs> <Bit of background. laughs> to my silky smooth vocals. Anyway, this is Make It a Podcast. My name's Evan. And I'm Katie. So Katie, how's it going? Oh, well, it's been a week. It has. <laughs> been a week um quit my job <laughs> okay oh, well <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, well I haven't quit yet but uh, my last day is Sunday and I'm um, the age-old question what do you have lined up nothing nothing <laughs> nothing been there sleep I have sleep lined up that's a good time. I have um good mental health lined up <laughs> you have this podcast every week i have this podcast every week so do you want to um, spill a little tea or <laughs> i don't need a lawsuit right now <laughs> <laughs> but basically okay um, went crying to somebody because i was very overwhelmed with work and then i got asked why i was so upset so i'm like no no remorse and i was like great you know what? i don't need to be part of a place like this so um, the next day, I um, was very petty and handed in my notice. So. Okay, well, you know what? You are better than that. And I'm telling you just now, you are better than that. You do not need crap like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. I mean, now you've done your fair share with that. So oh, Jesus Christ. In work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Similar, similar situation. So um, I was like, nah, I'm out. Bye-bye. See you later. So, yeah. Yeah. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. I'm honestly, I've been out and about and seeing my friends and catching up with people because uh, next April I'll be leaving the country. Um, it's just saying it on here. Uh, <laughs> I'm emotionally fragile. Like, don't give it to me. Big announcement. No. I was crying for like a half an hour before we started this podcast. It's July. It's July. It's July. I'm not <laughs> tomorrow. Relax. Uh, yeah, but I'm grand. been tired as always haven't been getting a lot of sleep that's because of the heat though oh my god i feel yeah i could not sleep last night for the life of me yeah and i have these terrible tablets but i only take them on occasion because they're very strong and if i if i take them i won't wake up till like 12 the next day and okay. it fucks me up for the rest of the day if i have to if i wake up really late yeah i get you well, anyway, you may have heard my silky smooth vocals at the start of this episode because we're talking about something very musical. Katie, what are we talking about? Well, today we are going to talk about the man, the myth, the legend that is Sir Elton John, who doesn't need more of an introduction than that, because if you need to be introduced to this man, man well, then you need to reevaluate everything. Mm-hmm. So, yes, today we're going to talk about Elton John. OK, uh, so, Katie, what's your history with Elton John? Thanks for asking me that, Evan. Um, <laughs> my history with Elton John. I don't know. I just feel like I've always known him. Mm. Like, I can't remember being introduced. I just feel like he's just just like that one of them uncles or something that's always been there. You don't mm. know who is related or how you're related to him. But he's there and he's at every event. It's like that. He's like, he's always on the radio or he's always like, in some film or like on the tv and he's just always around and yeah um that's pretty much my introduction with him uh, my history with him what about you 
So my history, kind of the same. I mean, he's always, parents are big fans and he's always kind of been played around the house and stuff. So I grew up kind of hearing songs like Crocodile Rock, uh, I'm Still Standing, all the classics. I also have a theory that he is my biological father. Uh, yeah, we have said this. <laughs> we have said this many times. <laughs> I mean, you know. I didn't get the part of him in Rocketman and I was very, very upset about this, even though I did not audition and I should have gotten that part because he is my father. Yeah. <laughs> He's also an air. I was, he was born on 25th of March. I'm born 26th. We're both Aries. Do you need any more of a sign? Like True. <laughs> the pun, sign, star sign. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we are going to recap the career of my father, Elton John. Uh... <laughs> Sorry for laughing. Anyway, yeah, go on, talk about your dad. <laughs> okay, so uh, Elton John was born Reginald Kenneth Dwight on 25th of March, 1947 in Middlesex. Um, at age 11, he attended a prestigious music school, and at age 15, he was hired as a pianist at the Northwood Hills Hotel Bar. Um, in 1962, he formed the band uh, Bluesology. Around this time, he ran errands for a music publishing company and did solo gigs in London. Uh, by the mid-60s, Bluesology was opening for big artists such as Major Lance and Paddy LaBelle. So in 1969, uh, Elton released uh, Empty Sky, his debut album, but it failed to chart. Um, in 1970, he released the follow-up, uh, self-titled Elton John. The singles were Border Song and Your Song. It debuted at number four and was nominated for Album of the Year and Best Pop Vocal Performance Male at the 1971 Grammys. Wow. Later in 1970, he released the concept album uh, Tumbleweed Conne- Connection. Uh, single was Country Comfort. It peaked at number two in the UK at number five in the US. And he wrote the soundtrack for the film Friends, not the TV show, this is from 1971. Um, also, what else did he do in 1971? He released another album. Of course he did. Oh, madness across the water. Uh, singles were uh, li- I cannot read my own writing. One of the singles was Tiny Dancer, anyway. That was the lead single. It peaked at number 41 in the UK and number eight in the US. Mm-hmm. The next year, we get another album, Honky Chateau. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Hunky Chateau is released. Uh, singles were Rocket Man and Hunky Cat. It peaked at number two in the UK and number one in the US. 1973, Don't Shoot Me, I'm Only the Piano Player is released. Reached number one worldwide. Singles were Crocodile Rock and Daniel. And this was his first album uh, on the record label MCA. Uh Later, the, later in that year, he released Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Uh, it debuted at number one. Singles were Saturday Night is Alright for Fighting, Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road, Benny and the Jets, and Candle in the Wind. Yeah. I'm exhausted already. <laughs> in 1974, he set up his own record company called The Rocket Record Company. He released his first greatest hits collection that year. Uh, 
he collaborated with John Lennon on Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Um, he also released an eight-track EP called Lady Samantha. Uh, 1974, uh, he released the album Caribou. Singles were Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me and The Bitch Is Back. Debuted at number one. <laughs> Nominated for Album of the Year at the Grammys. Uh, 1975, the autobiographical album Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirty Cowboy was released. Debuted at number one in the US, at number two in the UK, nominated for two Grammys. Uh, Releases another album called Rock of the Westies. Uh, Singles were Island Girl and Grow Some Funk of Your Own. Debuted at number five in the UK and number one in the US. The same year, he received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Uh, 1976, uh, Blue Moves, another album, is released. Singles were Sorry Seems to Be the Hardest Word, Bite Your Lip, and Crazy Water. It debuted at number three. Uh, he also, in 1977, he announced a retirement from performing, but that didn't last long because in 1978, he released the album The Single Man. <laughs> Singles were <laughs> Part Time Love, Song for Guy. And Return to Paradise, debuted at number eight in the UK and number 15 in the US. 1979, Victim of Love is released. Singles were Victim of Love and Johnny Be Good. Uh, debuted at number four in, 41 in the UK and number 35 in the US. Uh, 1980, the album 21 at 33 is released. Singles were Little Genie, Don't You Want to Play This Game uh, No More, and Dear God. Uh, this debuted at number 12 in the UK and number 13 in the US. We get to 1981. Another album, The Fox, is released. Singles were Nobody Wins, Just Like Belgium and Chloe. Debuted at number 12 in the UK and number 21 in the US. 1982, Jump Up is released. Singles were Empty Garden, Blue Eyes, Princess, Ball and Chain and All Quiet on the Western Front. Debuted at number 13 in the UK and number 17 in the US. 1983, Too Low for Zero was released. Singles were, I guess that's why they call it The Blues. I'm Still Standing. Uh, Kiss the Bride and Cold as Christmas. Uh, Debuted at number seven in the UK, number 25 in the US. Uh, In Valentine's Day of that year, uh, he, of 1984, uh, he married, he married, I can't, I forget this person's name and it's in front of me. Oh, I'm a disaster. He married someone, basically, and the marriage lasted for three years, so they're not together anymore. That's already happened. It's not my fault. Okay, right. We'll no, to- no, I know. No, I'm only messing up when he's like... Yeah, uh, she is. <laughs> right, uh, 1985, he performed at Live Aid, and he actually introduced Freddie Mercury, or Queen, mm-hmm. I should say. Um, Breaking Hearts was released that year. Singles were Sad Songs, Passengers... Who Wears These Shoes in Neon and Breaking Hearts. Uh, debuted at number two in the UK, number 20 in the US. In 1987, he won a case against the Sun newspaper, which published false allegations that he had sex with Rent Boys. Um, in 1988, he performed five sold-out shows at Madison Square Garden. Um, he continued to release a string of live albums, studio albums, and compilations in the 80s. 
1989, just evening that the past is released. Singles were Healing Hands, Sacrifice, Club at the End of the Street and Whispers. That debuted at number one. Uh, we get to 1991. He won his first Grammy for the song Basque. Uh, at the 1991 Brits, he won Best British Male. In 1992, The One is released. Singles were The One, Runaway Train, The Last Song and Simple Life. Debut, it debuted at number two in the UK. Spent three weeks at number two and became the highest selling his highest selling album since 1975. Um, he same year he signed a publishing deal with Warner Music. Um, in 1994 he teamed up with Tim Rice for the Lion King soundtrack, for which he won an Oscar, a Grammy, and a Golden Globe for the song "Can You Feel the Love Tonight." Well deserved. Absolutely. Same year, he was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. At the 1995 Brits, he won Outstanding Contribution to Music. Uh, 1997, he re-released Candle in the Wind for Princess Diana, and this became the fastest and best-selling single of all time. Uh, Same year, he won a Tony for The Lion King musical, which also got him a few more Grammys as well. So then we get to 2005. He produced uh, the music for Billy, I was going to say Billy Eilish, Billy Elliot, the musical. <laughs> Billy Eilish. That would be a great musical. <laughs> I'd go, I'd pay for it. Uh, Billy Elliot, the musical. This show won four Olivier Awards. Um, in 2003, he began his Las Vegas residency and it ran for three years. 2006, the Disney company named him a Disney legend for his work on The Lion King. Uh, March 2007, he played Madison Square Garden for the 60th time on his 60th birthday. That's incredible. Like I know. I've passed by Madison Square Garden three times. <laughs> <laughs> and I was 22. Uh, <laughs> uh, so in 2010, The Union is released. Uh, it's an album filled with collaborations. It debuted at number 12 in the UK and number three in the US nominated for Best Pop Collaboration at the Grammys. In uh, 2011, he began a new Las Vegas residency. 2012, Good Morning to the Night is released. Singles were Good Morning to the Night and Sad. Uh, and the album debuted at number one. Uh, 2013, he received the first Brits Icon Award for his lasting impact to the music industry. Um, the Diving Board is then released. Singles were Home Again, Mexican Vacation, Can't Stay Alone Tonight, debuted at number three in the UK and number four in the US. 2016, Wonderful Crazy Night is released. Singles were Looking Up, Wonderful Crazy Night, uh, Blue Wonderful, and In the Name of You and a Good Heart. It debuted at number six in the UK and number eight in the US. 2017, uh, he was announced as the composer for Devil Wears Prada, the musical. Mm-hmm. 2018, he announced a three-year farewell tour. He also became the master to his to all of his music. Uh, rock, in 2019, his, bio, his biopic Rocket Band is released. It made $195 million worldwide, nominated for a variety of awards such as BAFTAs, the SAG Awards, Golden Globes, and one Academy Award. Um, he released his autobiography, Me, that same year. He is set to resume his tour in 2022 after the delay due to COVID-19. 
He's currently married to David Furnish and they are raising two kids together. Yes. That was the life and career of Elton John and that's just some of it, I guess. Yeah, that's just the, the tip of the iceberg. Right, let's get into a discussion about uh, Mr. John himself. Mr. John. <laughs> Mr. John, Papa. <laughs> Papa John. <laughs> I love Papa John. Absolutely got that name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's just, it's mad there when you were saying, um, was it 19, was it 1960 or 1961 when he created his band? 19, yeah, early 60s, 1961. Yeah, that's the year my mom was born. God, oh like, my God. And he's just out there creating a band. like. <laughs> it's mad, it's absolutely yeah. mad. And when yeah. I see him, I don't actually see him as an old man. I literally see him as like, you know. About 40, like. Yeah. I mean, obviously now he does look like older because like lived a life like the stuff. Like, don't forget, like he was like really close to um, Freddie Mercury and like Diana was like one of his best friends and like just what a life that man has lived. And he came from nothing, and that's the thing. I mean, he was yeah. working in a bar. You know, yeah. Any, anyone working in a bar, you could be the next Elton John. I'm trying to walk in the bar. I'm trying to walk anywhere that <laughs> Okay, you could be the next Elton John, you guys. <laughs> Me and my ukulele. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just absolutely mad. I mean, when I was going through the history, I was like, this was a nightmare to take notes on because of the amount of albums, and those yeah. are just studio albums, not live albums or compilation albums. There's about 25 albums in that in that um recap that I just did and he has about 34 albums altogether and that includes live and compilations yeah yeah I mean he's just he's done it all really he's got that he has and like it's mad even like most of his earlier songs I would recognize more than his newer ones Mm mm-hmm so it's just it's funny to me that like something that was created in like the late 60s and early 70s still in 2021 means something to some 24 year old girl like sitting in her bedroom in Dublin do you know what I mean yeah no I mean he's just kind of touched everyone's lives hasn't he and he's we think of people at that time I mean very prevalent in the 70s and 80s we had like Prince and Michael Jackson and um Whitney Houston, I mean, he's the only one still living out of all of them. And he haven't done it, she's still living, but don't really care about her. We haven't done it, but I just don't give a shit. Well, you know. <laughs> bit, bit more um, well-renowned. But um, yeah, now he is. And like, I don't know, like just... Then like his sons and all, like... I know he is your father, Evan, but like imagine yes. him like just being your dad. Like I do, I do, I do imagine that. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine it for more than a decade now. But, you know, he's got two kids. I have two brothers. I assume they're brothers. Uh... <laughs> oh, but no, yeah. And like, I mean, 
I feel like he does get backlash and stuff in the media for his past as well. Yeah. He had a party goer lifestyle, you know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't even mention that. I just didn't feel it was worth mentioning, to be honest. I mean, he's had, and he does, he has gotten into a few feuds over the years, like with Madonna (laughs) and other people. Um, Yeah. And a lot of people like to blame him for certain things. I don't know if I'll get into it, but like, yeah, it's just, it's mad. Um, but yeah, he definitely, like, honestly, in my eyes, he was the original, like, John Legend. Like, he is. Yeah, he's the Ballad King, absolutely. Yeah, and like, he always will be. And, like, in another 24 years from now, if the world is still turning, because, you know, like, um, pollution and all that, um, <laughs> people will still be talking about, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you, no one will ever write another candle in the wind. You can you can try, but you're not going to make it. You can't write another candle in the wind, you know what I mean? Even thinking about it, like, oh, I guess shivers. <laughs> okay, uh, so he has the retirement tour that he is supposedly currently going on. He's going to resume either later this year or early next year. Yeah. Do we think it's his last one? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, seeming as though he retired, like, 30 or 40 years ago and then put an album out the year after (laughs) um I don't know I feel like it might be though I feel like he needs to slow down yeah um but I was actually gonna try buy tickets for me and my mom for that yeah I was gonna try buy tickets as well but Mm. I don't know if they're still available when they were they were mad money and I was like okay yeah like I mean it would be a once in a lifetime experience ball so like it, it's a lot of money um but I also one thing I wanted to mention was um mm-hmm. he just reminds me of like a human peacock oh with all the feathers and stuff and just for all all his elaborate costumes and outfits and he just reminds me of a human peacock he's always just like peacocking and just he's always like I think part of him is just like he will always wear something you'll remember him in yeah, I mean, the red glasses, the purple suit, the feathers. Yeah. I mean, it's just iconic, to be honest. It's like, no, he is. He is. He definitely is iconic. It's like, yeah, you think of the feathers, it's the way you say when you think of the red jacket from Thriller, you know? Yeah, definitely. And the glass, like the shades and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Well, he does have a lot of impact and a very, leg- very big legacy that I will be talking about right now if you don't mind. No, I do not mind. <laughs> so Elton John has sold over 3 million records, 300 million records worldwide. Million. <laughs> I tripped up. Okay. okay. She's I'm happy today. I'm I am. Sweaty. I'm coming for you today. I'm so sorry. I oh, know. well, you better get ready for later. <laughs> I'll have me come up and... <laughs> So Elton John has sold over 300 million records worldwide. Um, he is ranked as the third most successful uh, artist in Billboard history. Um, he's been inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, as I mentioned, but also the Songwriters Hall of Fame, alongside which I have been to. Uh, and he's there beside Alicia Keys and Taylor Swift, <laughs> who we all love. I mean, I feel like that's just a bit of a, that's a weird fuck being. I feel, well, I feel like he's at the top and Taylor's not far behind him. 
in my opinion. <laughs> no one can see this, but I roll. So. Katie's dying to see a Taylor Swift episode. <laughs> I can't wait. A Rita or episode. <laughs> oh. <laughs> my dear favourites, if anyone doesn't know. <laughs> okay, so many artists have... Um, taken inspiration from Elton John and giving him credit. Uh, these include Lady Gaga, Ed Sheeran, Sean Mendes, SZA, Demi Lovato, Mighty Cyrus, Coldplay, Lil Nas X and Taylor Swift. Ellie Goulding has released a cover of Your Song as a single and that charted at number two. And a number of his songs have been covered on Glee, such as The Bitch Is Back, Your Song, I'm Still Standing and Don't Go Breaking My Heart. Yeah. Whew. My God, I'm exhausted. <laughs> So, yeah, do you know what we need to do? Get our, you know, we have to do get our energy up. What a pop quiz! <sighs> yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm excited. I actually do like these. Yeah, so this is a part of the show where I quiz Katie, um, because she makes me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did not make you, you loved this. This was your idea. <laughs> We've been over this, <laughs> <laughs> it was my idea. <laughs> I like quizzes. Leave me alone. They do. Their quizzes are fun. So we have 10 questions all about Elton John. Are you ready, Katie? Oh, I'm, I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Okay. Question one. It's multiple choice. Uh, so what song is this lyric from? They say Spain is pretty, though I've never been. Is that from Crocodile Rock, Daniel, Your Song or Candle in the Wind? Ooh. What was the second option again? Daniel. Daniel, that one. That is correct. Woo! Okay, question two. Another multiple choice one for you. Whose album did Elton John appear on in 2020? Was it Lady Gaga, Dua Lipa, Ariana Grande, or Taylor Swift? Oh, that's so hard. Ah, oh, like I want to say three of them. Um, I think I'll go with. Was it? Oh, oh. the options again. No, I know the options. I just can't choose one. <laughs> um, right, I'll bite the bullet and say. Lady Gaga, because deep down I kind of want that to happen. That is correct. <gasps> they collaborated on her song, Sign from Above, on the album Chromatica. Right, see, I also thought it could have been Ariana Grande. Okay, uh, so question three. In what magazine did Elton John first come out as queer? In what magazine? Yeah, in an interview with what magazine? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go for it and just say Vogue. It was Rolling Stone. Oh I don't know why I said Vogue. I was just like like Rolling Stone makes much more sense. Hmm. Okay, another multiple choice one for you here. Okay, so which British singer did Elton John have a public falling out with on stage at the 2008 GQ Awards? Was it Mutia Buena, Amy Winehouse? Lily Allen or Dido? Lily Allen. That is correct. Woo! See, have you seen that video on YouTube? No, I actually haven't. Oh, you need to watch it. It's gas. 
Lily Allen's pissed in it and it's and he's just having none of her. Oh my god. Well God bless her. She's not well though. Yeah, fair. Right. So true or false for you. Mm-hmm. Elton John had a cameo in the movie Spice World. True. That is correct. Yeah, had a feeling. <laughs> it just makes sense. Yeah, it's just him running into the Spice Girls in the BBC film. <laughs> Uh, so it's to finish the lyric, but it's multiple choice. So, you know, yeah. so that deaf, dumb, and blind kid, sure. A knows how to play pinball. B has his eye on the ball. C plays a mean pinball. Or D wants to play pinball. Um, keeps his eye on the ball. It was plays a mean pinball. Oh, okay. Okay, question seven. Who played Elton John in the biopic Rocket Man? Oh my god. <laughs> I've actually watched the film and all. Um he was I can tell you um he was in a different film. Okay. <laughs> but I can't remember the name of Okay. <laughs> that's, that's not the answer I'm looking for. Like. He's blonde. Is he blonde? <laughs> yeah, he is blonde. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, <laughs> he's in Kingsman. That's it. That's the one I was thinking of. And Kingsman too. Um, <laughs> I can't remember. I'm gonna lose. I'm just gonna give up on that one because I can't even guess. Okay, it's Taron Edgerton. That's his name. Yeah, and I did. I did know because I had recently only watched Kingsman and Kingsman two before I watched Rocketman. So. Mm. I think, yeah, Elton John's in Kingsman too, actually. Oh, yeah. Another cameo that goes over your head. <laughs> oh, stop. I swear to God, there's something wrong. <laughs> right. Question eight. It's another true or false. Okay. Elton John is the godfather to Brooklyn Beckham. Oh, False. It's actually true. And I was going to say tr- true, but then I was like, no. Yeah, he's the godfather to Brooklyn Beckham and then the younger brother, who I can't remember the name of. Ro- Ro- Romeo. Romeo. Ah, there we go. Right. Another multiple choice for you. Okay. Yeah. Which television show has Elton John not appeared on? Friends. Okay. The Muppet Show. Okay. The Simpsons, mm-hmm. Will and Grace. Oh, Friends. He hasn't appeared on Friends, so that's correct. Yeah, I knew that. Like, he definitely wasn't in Friends. I'd remember that. <laughs> All right, final question. Question 10. Okay. What was Elton John's first music video? Like the title of it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um. Oh. Oh, I I couldn't tell you. I'm giving I'm giving up on that. It was your song. Ah, I could have guessed it, but I I wouldn't have ever. Like I could have guessed it if I had put my mind to it, but like, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna rate uh, Sir Elton John on the pop scale out of five based on his place in pop culture and how much we enjoy. 
everything he is. So, KE out of five, why are you giving Papa Elton John? Oh, I'm going to go ahead and give him a five. I just think he deserves <laughs> it. I think he's been doing it so long. He's a veteran. He, like, paved the way for so many people. Like, he changed British music, in my opinion. Um, and he just set a prime example and is great. Yeah, so I'm going to give him a five on my pop scale. What about you? I'm also going to give him a five. Yeah. Basically for the same reasons you said he changed not just British music, but music in general. Yeah, fair, fair. But... He's still going, even though he's planning to retire, but well, that's to be determined. He's also yeah, my father. Yes, he is. <laughs> he's also my biological father. So we have that too. So if he hears this, Papa, can you hear me? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is not the Barbara Streisand episode. Uh but yeah, so Elton John gets a big old five from myself and Katie. So next up, we're going to talk about what's popping with us, meaning what we are enjoying right now in terms of pop culture. Katie, what's popping with you? All right, Evan, you're going to hate this, but too hot to handle. I love it. It's reality TV. I know you're going to hate it. It's basically like Love Island, which I don't like. Um, I don't really like dating shows like that, but it's just the fact that they can like lose money, like and just I just get hooked on it. I am um, the girls made me watch it last year when we were all still in lockdown, and I just got hooked. And then when the new season came out, um, me who doesn't watch anything, like finished them all, like on the days they came out, they came out in two segments, and I basically, like just binged both both releases and I loved it so much so that's popping with me other than um, my life slowly falling apart around me <laughs> what about you Evan so uh, <laughs> sorry I'm just laughing at that um so mine's a bit of a throwback it's also a music throwback it is Ooh. the music because they are they're making a bit of a comeback now they're meant to but Rona obviously has affected that in a big way it's the music of the sugar babes oh wow yeah those that tunes so yeah hole in the head push the button round round like mm-hmm. about you know oh tunes great oh. song really good songs i yeah. actually just like forgot about sugar ribs but yeah they should do an episode of them they're interesting yeah so katie where can people find us people can find us on instagram and twitter at make it a podcast and you can also subscribe on apple music spotify and podbean Okay, so that's the end of this week's episode. We hope you all stay safe and have a good week. Bye, everyone.